This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will say that. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And it's Friday, which means we are listening to your calls and answering your questions about, like, everything. We only answered one call last week, so there was a lot to do. Right. So we had a lot of calls to listen to, and it was a blast. And you guys had a lot of questions, both about celebrities and honestly, so many calls about God knows what, just like your lives, your journeys. (laughs) Your lives. I don't, I mean, there's some calls that are just like, hey, what's up? My life. Yeah, it's like we're talk space, which I love. Please don't promo them if we don't have a code. (laughs) I had a dream that my mom asked me what my quip code was. Stop it. No, I'm, I swear to God, I had a dream that Stop. she was like, do you have a quip code? Because she did ask me recently if I like the quip. And I was like, oh, oh let me tell you. <laughs> so then she was like, "You in your dream, you made the sale. In my dream, I made the sale. So looking back, did I give her the code? I don't know if I did. That's I have to call her today and see if she used, if she's bought it yet. And if not, she's got to use the code. If you if my mom did the RX bar ad, if we do quip, you your mom needs to like give a quip ad. Like it needs to be a parallel. Oh yeah, she loves dental health. She's obsessed with it. Well, that's where you get it from, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those like I feel like I bet it's your mom too. People who are our parents' age went to the dentist when they went to the dentist in, you know, the fifties, sixties, it was really <laughs> bad, you know? Where it's right. like, Oh, when I had to get a cavity filled, they just shoved a rusty drill in my in my face right and now and the hurt. dentists are so good they're like we love the dentist <laughs> the dentist like they turn on netflix they like numb the shit out of your whole mouth they give you coconut floss it's great anyways <laughs> the code is who i think yeah the code is who hey guys long time long time <clears throat> um you're talking about bryce dallas howard right now i'm not even a fan of her but guys she's a fucking them sorry for the f word but First of all, not only is she Ron Howard's daughter, but her name is Bryce Dallas Howard. How many names do you find like that? And I don't think she looks anything like Jessica Chastain. I think she has her own look. Um, She's a little thicker, and she's stunning. And the iconic still of her with the makeup running down her face and the dirt all over her from the Black Mirror episode is always in my mind. (laughs) That is how I think, that's why I think she is a them. Um, And also, I mean, with Jurassic World and whatever, she's definitely a them. Um, I say that she is, she has the status of Julianne Moore when Julianne Moore was in Jurassic Park 3. And that was when Julianne Moore was Zoe, but now that we have your amazing podcast and we can distinguish between a who and a them, um, I think that Bryce Dallas Howard is a them. Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. Speaking of Bella Thorne, actually, Bella Thorne kind of looks like her. Anyway, bye. That was a very, like, well-made and respectful yeah. argument. Better than most of our arguments, honestly. Yeah, true. Um, uh, number one, just some corrections. Julianne Moore was in Jurassic Park 2, not Jurassic You're Park so 3. You're so petty. You are so petty, as if that matters. No. <laughs> 
my <laughs> Number God. Number three, she looks like Jessica Chastain. She does she not does. look like Bella Thorne, okay? I mean, you're kind of being like the redheads look alike, but the redheads don't look alike when mm-hmm. you know the redheads look alike. <laughs> I really don't have any problems with this argument. I don't because I, I, I do, like you said, I think it's passionate, well-argued, but I, what I love about the argument is that he relies on uh, stan language in the same way we do where it's like points one and two are that like she's stunning she's legendary she's iconic <laughs> or it's like as you can tell your honor my client is stunning legendary and iconic and the judge is like okay yeah that's fair and she's a little thick but she's gorgeous <laughs> she's a little thick. no i mean i think you made a good point though like her name is unique but then the other side of that is that it's like what is this name like it's impossible to <laughs> but it's also nepotism and also, Jessica Chastain right. is unique. I don't know another Chastain. <laughs> and you never will. Mm-mm. I mean, there, I think there's two sides of the argument. You made the other side. Uh, it's valid. It's wrong, but it's valid. Um, do we want to play uh, the the big the big thing that we completely missed? What? That Jessica Chastain's real la- last name is Howard, which is crazy. Oh, well, that's like... So, yeah, I didn't download the call, but... Somebody called in and said this gave us this wild piece of information that is actually quite hidden if you search for it. Mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain's like uh, estranged father who I think died a few years back. We she, mentioned like, what, that on the podcast. Like there's darkness in her father's darkness. story. Darkness. But that's also why I think she has like she has the she has the gut. You know, she's she has cachet. the no, yeah. she has she has like this energy, this dark energy that gives her like depth. Mm-hmm. Anyways, her father his name was Howard. So Jessica Chastain could have been Jessica Howard, which that I would find have been too much. fascinating. That would Bryce have been too Dallas much. Howard and Jessica Howard. Anyways, who was also the, they, what? Who was Michael Douglas also? Michael Keaton, I think, right? Yes, and Katie Katie Perry was Catherine Hudson. So yes. she could have been Katie Hudson or Kat, <laughs> Wait, what's Kate what, Hudson. Kate Hudson. She could have been Kate Hudson. <laughs> There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. There's, There's more than you them. think. Um, um, the other thing is we forgot to mention that like once Bryce Dallas Howard like sang a song about not being Jessica Chastain or something, yeah. which is not interesting because it's, it's not interesting. Too, I remember it. Too, yeah. But it's time I put an end to the confusion. I am not Jessica Chastain. It's like we know she knows that she. It, people think she's Jessica Chastain, just like we know that all the Chrises know that they're confusing they know and like also they yes know. they were both in the help i thought we mentioned that but i only mentioned that one of them was in the help they are styled completely differently isn't one of them blonde oh yeah jessica chastain is a blonde in that's the help. exactly why that exists that's exactly why we're able to do that and that is by the way uh and i mean this earnestly jessica chastain's best performance she is still not given a better performance than in the help it's She's- true and has bryce Given? No, I don't. Actually, you know, I don't think so. That was career bests for both of them. Hey, Who Weekly. Um, long time, long time. I'm calling because you mentioned Ryan Rotman, and I'm screaming. Look, listen, I don't know who he is, He's, but he's been around. Like, he's an L.A. party boy type, I think. He was around hanging out with Zac Efron before Zac Efron got sober. They were in a DUI together in 2011. And then when Olivia Munn gave uh, background to um, page six after the break, her breakup with Aaron Rodgers, she said that Aaron Rodgers has been hanging out with a lot of his new friends like Nick Jonas and Ryan Rotman. 
Um, I don't know what Ryan Rotman's up to or really his deal, but he seems to be around a lot of celebrities with a lot of stuff going on. Anyway, good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Love a person who we don't still don't know who he is, but he's around. <laughs> he's he's definitely around. around. That's great. I That's also great. love. I also love that he begins the call with saying, "You mentioned Ryan Rotman, and I'm screaming," which is how I want. <laughs> everyone to respond to our podcast we mentioned someone and you're screaming so i feel like what makes me kind of upset about this is i'm kind of like lucy hale no <laughs> you know like i don't yeah. want i don't want this guy to like if he was in a dui with zach efron like get me out of here i don't either with the funniest thing about ryan rotman that i discovered after seeing this in the doc was i was googling ryan rotman and zach efron and I was saving this for the podcast, by the way. And I was like, okay, what else is there about them? And I saw that oh, no. Diana Madison, our old fave, <gasps> interviewed Ryan Rotman a couple years ago for no. AOL. And so I was like, oh, gotta see this. I got, I gotta clip. No. I gotta clip this, right? I gotta find something funny. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet the link because maybe it'll work for someone else. I, I click the link and it takes you to this AOL page and it says, MTV Happy Lands, Ryan Rotman, talks meeting BFF Zac Efron. The Lowdown's Diana Madison sits down with one of MTV's hottest actors, blah, 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 blah. And you click play, it starts an endless stream of ads. It just loops ads and the video never starts. How many ads starts. did you watch? No, I watched eight and I was like, okay, <laughs> this isn't actually going to play. The content isn't gonna work. You can't even watch Diana Madison and Ryan Rotman because it's endless ads. <laughs> I love that. Just leave so it to Diana like... Madison to have unviewable content on the internet whenever she's interviewing Ryan Rotman, the perfect subject of our podcast, and we can't even watch it. I mean, I don't, uh, I'm not surprised that like, <laughs> I'm not surprised. I also, sorry, I'm just, I'm found the a Ryan Rotman fan page called ryanrotman.net, and it's 95% Laura Mipsum. Like they didn't like, take oh, out any of the in. filler yeah so it's like pictures of ryan rotman but then it's like um be sure to follow ryan rotman on social media lorem ipsum dollar sit <laughs> like it's all the it's like they didn't take out any of the text anyways i hope someone describes our podcast as 98 percent lorem ipsum at some point i feel like that's well, accurate it's a lot of lorem okay <laughs> let's continue on our journey hi it's jenny uh jerry o'connell just got finally got his late night talk show on bravo that's all good for him Belthorne. yeah i mean he, he the curse was finally lifted it was a curse right i already forget what we said about jerry o'connell's he career he was cursed he has been he's tried harder than anyone in hollywood and after years and years and years and years and years of being second fiddle and being guest co-host and almost being kelly ripa's co-host and then losing it out to ryan seacrest which is a true indignity jerry o'connell has been given his own talk show on bravo <sighs> After being so over the top and thirsty about it, because he would always be on Watch What Happens Live, and his shtick was like, I watch Bravo. I'm a I man, and I watch Bravo. Guess what? I watch every show. I, I have an encyclopedic knowledge of all the housewives. Poor Rebecca Romaine, <sighs> former Stamos. I mean, she stayed with him for all this time. and I know, I'd, but honestly, imagine I'd, that life. <laughs> I'd rather be with Jerry O'Connell than John Stamos, honestly. That's true. So, That's true. You know? That's true. Uh, but he got a new It's talk not a show. competition, though. No, it's not a <laughs> It's not a competition. Just saying. So I uh, was excited for him. I was very happy for him. Until uh, Andy Cohen is executive producing it. Until was, you saw the title. Until I saw the title, which is 
inarguably, you cannot tell me I'm wrong, it's a homophobic title. It's a homophobic title. It is. It's There's no other way of describing it. It's called Real Men Watch Bravo. Um, it's just a bummer because it's like, usually your answer to bad stuff like that is like, was there anyone in the room? And like, it's Bravo. There was everyone in the room knew better. <laughs> every, Do you know what I mean? And every like they're single doing person it, in the room. It's a good, it's a clever name in terms of like, it's it's a cliche and it's whatever, but like the meaning behind it is like a very like, it's very mean and right. it's it, very like, it's very exclusionary and like bad. It thinks of itself as being woke, but it isn't at all. It's the opposite. So it's saying that we all, like Bravo knows that men watch Bravo. Bravo knows that mostly gay men watch Bravo. Um I mean, I would assume if I were to guess their demographics. So to say that, like... We have the same demographics, Bobby. Real men watch it and then have it hosted by a straight man. It's saying that to be a real man, quote unquote, is to be a straight man. That's it. That's obvious. It just really bugs me. And It'd be one thing if it was a gay man hosting this show and it was called uh, Real Men Watch Bravo and something. Or maybe um, Jerry O'Connell as a straight man and a gay man alongside him or something where we're like, okay, haha, the joke is that men don't watch Bravo, but so we're going to do this for men, but it's like it includes gay men as well. And it's and just like, also, it's let's so not, thoughtless. Let's not even get into the whole problem with saying like, what even is a real man? Like, let's not get into this weird, these gender trappings right now in 2018. Come on, Jerry O'Connell. And also I'm very disappointed with me, Eddie Cohen. He should have known better. And like you said, everyone in the room, Everyone in the I room. just don't get why they didn't just name it a different... Just the name is just silly. And even if there's the secret premise is like, oh, the joke. We all know the joke. We all know that the joke is that Jerry O'Connell, a straight guy, he un, it's unlikely that he watches all these Bravo shows, but he does. Yeah. Like, we all know that. Like, we, yes. we've gotten over it. But to just so straightforwardly be like, the premise of the show is like, basically homophobia. Like, that's <laughs> not fun. And I don't know no. who, I think I guess straight women will watch this movie, this show. But like, who's going to watch this show? Like, who is this for? She's like, why would I watch Jerry O'Connell when I could watch Andy Cohen, you know? Right, exactly. If I want a man talking about Bravo shows, wouldn't why would I not just watch Watch What Happens Live? What's cool about Watch What Happens Live is it's a talk show about itself. So mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. we're a talk show about our channel, and that's interesting and very unique. So we don't need another one of those, like no matter <laughs> who the host is. <laughs> right? Um. Right. I mean, like, but call me if Tanashe hosts one because I would watch that. I mean, it's I know. So it's like we, I did want to be happy for him. I really did. Oh, I, would I did love want to be happy for Jerry. O'Connell. I did want to find joy in Jerry O'Connell finally like scamming someone into giving him a talk show. I would. Lo- I want to put that on a bumper sticker. I would love to be happy for Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> it's true. Like, <laughs> like I would really love to be desperate I mean, to be happy for Jerry O'Connell, but we can't I'm, find the reason. No, like this is like. This really hits host close to home for us. Like, it's just so obviously rude, and we just won't stand for it. Okay, I had a good question for you guys. We're, I'm with a bunch of people. We're watching Bachelorette, and this came up because someone recently asked me if Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor, has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And I was like, absolutely not. Why would Chris Harrison have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? But then I was like, oh, I should ask Who Weekly, who are the whoiest people who have stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? a really good, I know it's a really good question. Anyway, good form, Bella Thorne. Oh my God. A chocolate and salad. So you're asking about the Hollywood Walk of Fame before we get into our answer to this question, which we 
did look through all of the stars and we did think about this, I want to remind everyone that it cost $40,000 to put a star on the Walk of Fame. Right. So people who have stars in the Walk of Fame, some are famous people and some are people who have $40,000 and like a publicist, you know? $40,000 and a good publicist who can convince the board that they're uh, worthwhile. And arguably having a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame isn't even like good publicity anymore because Mm -hmm. it's like no one really cares about that ceremony, which is essentially the only kind of press that you would get for having a star on the Walk of Fame. And the ceremony is in like Trash Town, Los Angeles, too. Trash Town. wants to go there. Not that all all of L.A. isn't Trash Town, in my opinion, but you know what I'm saying. Don't offend our L.A. listeners. Also, it's very clear that they are running out of space on the sidewalk, so the stars are getting farther and farther away from the center of Trash Town, which actually kind of means it might be nice because once they get into, like, West Hollywood or, like, maybe they'll go west and, like, it'll be beautiful. I would love to be in the suburbs if I had a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like, by the time we get our star, it'll be, like, in a beautiful place because it'll be so far away from Trash Town. Uh, commutes to my star. Like, oh, so luxurious. It'll take you 40 minutes in an Uber to commute to your star. It listens to two episodes of a podcast on the way to my star. It's so nice. <laughs> okay. So um, we look through the, the stars. Who people? There are so many. Well, there's so many. I oh, mean, my God. You have to look through. Like, there's people we've never heard of. It's a lot of old-timey people. Like, there's a lot of people named, like, Bugsy Malone. Like, I know that's a real person, but there's, <laughs> yeah. like... There a are lot of so Claras, many. Like Clara, Edith, Clara Bow. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maxine. And it's like, I'm just going to trust that you were famous in 1957, but I don't want to do the research. Which then, is of kind course, of charming because yeah. you you see all these names that you're just like, I, I bet your story is like unbelievably interesting. And I bet you were like, you literally broke barriers, but like Tallulah Bankhead and like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just reading names like Hobart Bosworth and like, you know, these like these people, Bernie Brillstein, Cubby Broccoli. Like, I'm sure these are all important people that I'm like saying as jokes, but it's just like half of the names are these names, right? Yes, right. This was a big thing back in time. So now we were looking not. we were looking specifically for people who are famous and now like contemporary famous people, contemporary who's and we found a few. Well, we got Orlando Bloom's on there. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> debatable who them. Um, Kaylee Cuoco. All of the big bangs are kind of on there. Various yeah, places. Which is I th- understandable and makes sense, but it's still very funny. Like Jim Parsons and Kaylee Cuoco have stars in the Walk of Fame. Fine. It might be because like Big Bang Theory did it as a sh- as a publicity thing. Yeah. I-, I had a feeling. And, also, like, and they all Big got Bang them Theory, at the same time. I mean, you can't you can't knock like Big Bang Theory is one of the biggest sitcoms ever. So it does make of course. sense. Uh, who else? Oh, the, okay, so that's kind of a, Chris Angels is on there. Don't worry. And uh, <laughs> Teller, I liked seeing Teller of Penn Teller and of Penn and Teller. Teller. Um, it, did Penn get one? I'm sure yeah, they both got them oh, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but the, we found the whoiest one, I think, because literally, so they're all categorized on Wikipedia by different like motion pictures, television, recording, mm-hmm. um, live performances, and you can be like one or you can be a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a categorization called special. And the only two people who are in the categorization of special are... Oh, my favorite. This is the best. Ready? So there are two people who are special. The Los Angeles Dodgers. So apparently they got a star. Mm-hmm. And the whoiest, the definitely by far the whoiest category, person, thing, entity on the Hollywood Walk of Fame are the Victoria's Secret Angels <laughs> who got their own fucking star ding 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 that's the winner caller they are the whoiest people on the hollywood walk of fame beat out you know all the barrymores and the malones and the bows and the you know the flins beat out the bugsy, all of them by the bugsy malones um never say we didn't do research for you because we looked through the whole fucking thing we and bobby found thing. this and was like 
iconic. Win- this is the winner. This is the winner. Um, I guess the Victoria's my... Secret Angels. <laughs> Couldn't even be bothered to pick one. Yeah, it's on, um, where is it? It's, fuck, I want to give you the exact address so you can go visit the star. Yeah, nothing because but respect for know. my president, yes. <laughs> it's the Victoria's Secret Angels. <laughs> okay, so the Victoria's Secret Angels star is located at 6800 Hollywood Boulevard. Let me give you a better marker so you know it's probably exactly like in where front of, it is. In front of a... A sugar fish, you know, like what is it in front of? It's directly in front of a store called Souvenirs of Hollywood. Uh, okay, so it's in Trash Town, I'm sure. Okay. It's a hundred percent in Trash Town. <laughs> um, it's on, yeah, it's literally on Hollywood and Highland, which is kind of a classic area for trash. Okay. <laughs> Across the street from Bank of America, right near the subway, you can get you can get there right on the subway. Honestly, I feel like it's your duty to go check out the Victoria. Next time you're in town, go check out your. Yeah, you, you know. owe it. You owe it to Hollywood. You owe it to the to them. They spent forty thousand dollars on that. Also, to be fair, the forty thousand dollars technically goes to keep everything maintained. So, it's what? not just going to some random person. It's because they pay to have everything washed and and cleaned like the stars and, themselves. Yeah, and fixed. Like every time Donald Trump gets like pooped on and like destroyed, that forty thousand dollars is going to like fix it we got to make sure that the victoria's secret angel star is looking good hey Lindsay and bobby uh long time third time um i'm sure you're fielding a lot of questions about the fourth of july but in the rest of the world what's been happening is the world cup now i'm not going to ask you to discuss soccer obviously especially since all the Thems of this tournament are already out and were kicked out of the tournament pretty quickly. But uh, there's this very cool thing called the official theme song for the World Cup. Now, you may recall, like, Shakira's Waka Waka song from a few years ago. This year, it's somebody called Nikki Jam. The song is called Live It Up, and it's featuring Will Smith and some other guy. Um, so I'm just wondering, how did Will Smith get wrapped up in this? Um, is he a big soccer guy? Who's Nikki Jam? Who's this other guy? Uh, good phone, bell So, the song is called "Live It Up." It sounds it's like Eurovision. By, it sounds like Eurovision. It sounds like Eurovision, which is what which is what the song should sound like. And honestly, the World Cup song always sounds like a version of like, "We're in it together." Ole, ole, like the clap last your hands. One, yeah, that's what the last one was. It was really good. The best World Cup song of all time is the Ricky Martin one, right? There's no competition. Oh, I don't remember that one. The Cup of Life wasn't that the World Cup song? The cup of life. This is was not the World Cup song. I don't song? know. I just I really just remember Ole Ole Ole. Wait, come on. C- no, come I don't know. Ricky Martin, Cup of Life, World Cup. Oh, la la la. I remember the that. The Cup of Life was. Oh, the, la Copa de la Vida. The world. Yes, was the World Cup song in 1998, mm. and I think it is the best one. I don't remember it. I'll play it cup. here. I'll play the it here. The cup of life. This <laughs> is the one. You know it. Hold on. Let me just click play. Ole, ole, ole. <laughs> it's so good. How do you not know this song? Oh, this. <laughs> this you. was a World Cup song? You're trolling me. Of course it was. It's called The Cup of Life. I had to check. Are you kidding me? That was a World Cup song? I yes, never it's... realized that. So 
like, could it be any more perfect to be the World Cup song? They were like, Ricky Martin, write a World Cup song. He's like, I got it. <laughs> Wait, why don't they just use this for every World Cup? This is I, the one. That's what I'm saying. This is the one. <laughs> this is the song. The Cup of Life. I only know. Okay, the Cup of Life. You're saying the part that isn't even the most iconic. Here we go, ole, ole, ole is the iconic part. Had you said okay, that, I would have been like, oh, okay. I did not know it was World Cup. I have not been watching the World Cup. I do find it fun, but I also find it, like, tough to just, like, turn on a sport. Like, there's a part <laughs> of me. Like, I, 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 when I watch it, when I'm in a place, I'm in a public place and it's on, I think, oh, this is fun. I love, like, everyone coming together and watching this thing. But then I love you, that, wanna, you don't want to watch it. Right. It's a sport that doesn't give you CTE. Right. I completely support that. That's but then I'm why not we gonna, love Eurovision. I'm never going to sit on my couch and then, like, turn on a sport. There's just something... It's, okay. It's impossible well, for me at this point. This caller didn't ask if you watched the World Cup. The caller asked about the song. It's called Live It Up. It's by Nikki Jam featuring Will Smith and Era Estrefi. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Who is from Kosovo. Uh, from Kosovo. People are kind of mad about this song because no one in this song is from any of the countries that are represented in the World Cup. Well, which doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, it's 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 Will Smith and Nikki Jam. They're both American. Although, I mean, Nikki Jam, is his parents are like Dominican and Puerto Rican, but he's mm-hmm. American. Like mm-hmm. you said, she's from Kosovo. Will Smith, American. Um is America yeah. not in the World Cup? Do they not play? I don't know no. how that works. Don't ask me questions about sports. I don't know. But no. This, so it's weird because the, the concept of the song is like, you only live once, so live it up. Which is like fine, but that's really not like the point of the World Cup. I feel like you really have to try and match the sentiment of the World Cup. And this doesn't really, I guess, I don't know. It's like the lyrics are like, one life, one dream, one moment, one team, one you, lights high. Thousand yeah. roadblocks, one shot. Oh, that's the rap. One life, live it up, cause you got one life. One, one life, live it up, cause you got one life. One life, live it up, cause you don't get it right. Like, there's not just one World Cup and then we're done. There's one every couple years. It's They're not putting just in words that make sense. I just, the concept of the song is not strong. I guess you're comparing it to Shakira's Ricky. Waka Waka that makes it, you know, that was a nonsense Ricky Martin, song. Ricky Martin is the correct sentiment, which is, here we go. <laughs> this is the one. Go, go, go. Waka Waka is like kind of a good song, though. This time for Africa. But we didn't really say why it sounds so weird. I would argue that it doesn't sound weird. It sounds like any other World Cup song. It doesn't sound weird. It sounds fine. And like the three singers are, the three performers are like from different places. I think the idea is like coming together and like, you know, from and having a song that's like bilingual and like, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. I don't think fall. it's that bad. Yeah, whatever, I don't think it's fall. bad. I think it's fine. I was like, I kind of like this. If I had heard that in Portugal, I would have rooted for it. I would have stayed. The cup of life. That's God, me. stop saying <laughs> the cup of life. That's not, that's not the part to remember. <laughs> the cup of life. I just saw in Daily Mail that Ashley Simpson and Evan Ross have a new reality show together called Ashley plus Evan. I don't know, guys. I think they just want it too bad. Okay. That MacBook. <laughs> Ashley Simpson and Evan Ross Simpson. <laughs> Ashley Simpson, Ross, and Evan Ross. Wouldn't it be funnier if he took her last name? Evan yeah, Ross that'd Simpson. Great. That'd be great. He should. Have I a mean, reality honestly, show. Should. This is the new very Cavallari. 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 Everyone was mad that we pronounced Cavallari wrong or whatever. so it's many like, calls about that. Chill. Who the fucking care? Like, whatever. <laughs> chill, right? chill, chill. Yes. 
Um, this is like they're they're having a reality show. Everyone's like excited for it, but I gotta say I'm not. I don't think it's gonna be good. You can't like Ashley Simpson is like not the the Ashley Simpson reality show was good for many reasons, not because of Ashley Simpson. Right. Let's well, not it was pretend. it was good. It, it was good as a reactionary thing. It was good because Jessica exists, right? And it was good right, for Ryan. And now they're also not interesting. I'm sorry. And like them no, as a they're couple, boring. they're not interesting. And I don't care about their lives. And I don't care about their kids. Um. So Ashley Simpson. Wow, harsh. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't either. I care about Diana yeah. and I care about Tracy and I care about Jessica, but guess what? They're not going to be on the show. So yeah, give me a show that's like Diane, like Ashley Simpson and Evan Ross's in-laws and stuff. Um, I'll take that show. In the piece written by Allie Jones, uh, who we talked about before, she's great. Uh, it's it's really weird. It's it's they don't really reveal much. Um, my favorite parts, I think Lindsay's too, are when. Allie is like, I reached out to Jessica and she sent me an email. Or I reached out to Tracy Ellis Ross and she sent me an email. And the emails are very good because they're just like, they're they're nice to the point of being completely uninteresting. Like there's nothing in well, them. But they're so. also nice to being like, this is a publicity email. Like this yes. is very, you, ne- you didn't get on the phone with any of these people, which is not, it's not the writer's fault. It's like no. she was totally blocked out from any type of emotion from mm-hmm. any person. And actually it's kind of funny because it's like kind of dumping on them. Like yeah. no one wanted to like really get on the phone and talk about them. Mm-hmm. So not Ms. much to say. Tracy says the reality show is quote, a beautiful and perfect celebration of their love of each other. And I'm so thrilled that it showcases their music because I think their music is incredible. I'm also very excited that Ashley is singing again. She has such a beautiful voice. Have and then we it's heard like, their music? I don't think so. Not their I music haven't. together. No, I have not. Then so, um, they asked Jessica Simpson what she thinks about it. And she said, Ashley is an incredibly smart woman. She is a wonderful wife and mother. She and Evan bring out the best in each other. They are all heart. They are all heart. They're just It's weird that she really led funny. with smart woman, considering the Simpson legacy. Right. You know? Um, my, uh, my other favorite part of this piece was they were like, so, like, Evan, is your mom going to be in the show? Like, the draw is clearly Diana Ross. And he's like, mm, it's unclear. It's being edited. It's unclear. But then Ashley's like, my parents are going to be in it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm here for I'm here for Joe Simpson. I'll take that over Diana Ross. That's a reality. I'm this, here for Joe. Simpson. This is a reality show. We need people who are gonna live it up. You know. But you know, sometimes sometimes reality shows sort of bring out the the, the quirkiness of people. Like uh-huh, in uh-huh. in an alternate universe, there's there's some universe where Diana Ross is on a reality show and she is completely bad shit no, and is the most people... like, charismatic person on television. These people are going to have to call in every favor, it seems like they have, to make this happen. It kind of feels like a play for their music, whatever it is, to get more attention than it would Mm -hmm. normally, which was no attention. Uh, And I don't know. I'm like not really here for this. I don't really care. As much as I like Ashley Simpson. Are we going to watch it? We're going to watch a couple episodes? We'll give it a couple, right? I watch one. If you're watching all of Very Cavallari... I don't know if I'm watching all of very Oh, oh wow. Oh, I'll, you're I'll now watch, I'll watch. I'll watch. I'll watch some of it. I'll watch like three more episodes. Hi, Who Weekly. Medium, medium. Um, I have a very random call in, which is about Ashley Green's wedding specifically. And don't ask me how I got here. It's alarming. I need to know more about this guy who officiated the wedding. There's some deep Instagram stalking. First of all, his name is Dave Osoko. Osoko? I don't know. He is verified, which, like, come on, Instagram. But also, he seems to be friends with, like, exclusively famous people. I'm seeing photos of Jamie Fox. I'm seeing Bieber. I'm seeing T-Soap. I'm seeing Haley Steinfeld. I'm seeing Ashley Benson. Like, it's running the gamut. I need to know more about him. His captions are filled with hashtags. But he only has, like, 
700 likes on each photo. I, I, I just, I need to understand them. If you guys could do some deep diving, that would be really great. Um, also, he seems to own, like, multiple companies, one of which is Sunwear. I don't know. Help. Um, I think you guys are the greatest. Have a great day. Beauty and brains. Bye-bye. So, great question. Love great this. Great question. We've never talked about him before. And he comes also, up, like, not a lot, but enough. Well, also, like, love a question that's, like, this thing happened, but, like, I don't care about the thing. I care about, like, this person that, like, is <laughs> right. confusing. Because... I don't even really know who Ashley Green is or her new husband. So, like, it's great that we've skipped over that. Like, I don't really even want. <laughs> I don't want to like, talk about it. Is she Pretty Little Liars or something? She's Isn't she Twilight? Oh, God. Are you kidding? We don't know. We really don't know. Wasn't she Twilight? Oh, I thought she was Pretty Little Liars. Is that someone else? She's Twilight. She's, she's Twilight. She married she's Paul Corey. She's one of Corey. those women. Isn't no Paul offense. Corey? She's one of the brunettes that looks like all the other brunettes. 100%. And Paul you know? Corey is from... Um, isn't he something? Oh, no. He's just Australian. Okay, great. Anyways, they got married. Great. The person who officiated their married great. marriage is this amazing, um, I'll call him an operator because I'm, that's my favorite. Really, I'm sorry. Paul Corey's, it's Wikipedia. It says born circa 1988. <laughs> <laughs> just a guess. His age is 29 to 30. I love it. We have no idea. Apparently they did rocks, paper, scissors during their vows. And then like the winner got to like do the vows first. I hate that. But a lot of time wasted. But the officiant was this guy named David Osako. Yeah. He goes by Dave O. Dave Um, O. Philly. Sometimes Dave O. Philly. He's um, a weird figure because he's one of those people who like seems to be very rich and he seems to be friends with a lot of famous people, but his job is like a, a string of question marks. He says he's the VP of client relations for all these brands, these like pseudo luxury brands. He also works with Jamie Foxx, I think, on these this sunglasses brand. The sunglasses. So the sunglasses, he's always giving free sunglasses to celebrities. Well, it's also like, people have called about this. It's like, what's that sunglass band that's always has celebrities wearing it? And it's like... Privé Revaux. Yeah. And I think it's like all favor-based modeling of sunglasses. Yes. So he's sort of responsible for getting these sunglasses on the faces of famous people. And in doing so, he gets selfies with them, which in turn makes him seem more famous than he is. And I think a big thing, um, like he's a schmoozer. So he started, but he also he started as a party out. promoter. He kind of is on the side of Jamie Foxx. He hangs with Jamie Foxx. He's got a Jonas Brothers, Demi Lovato relationship. He's uh-huh. always with them. Like you can tell where this guy has like kind of befriended people like uh-huh. but, he, but he's kind of always around which is kind of that it's, it's a little it's like kind of sus not that now he isn't not sus it's like, like remember like now Starino like, he's like sort of a Starino right. like well it's like mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. now he's legit but it kind of makes you think like back in the day what was he doing hanging around like what was yeah. his what was his role yeah like wink wink what was his role yeah he a really good example of like how he Really funny, Katie Holmes was wearing those glasses, obviously. Yeah. So in a few years ago, a couple years ago, three years ago, Zendaya was tweeting about these sunglasses and saying that she liked them. And he slides in and is like, hey, girl, like, I'm the DM me, I'm the... I will send you a ton of pairs. And so this is all public. We can see this. And the next thing you know, a couple years later, they're in a single photo together and he's wishing her happy birthday. His big well, thing is wishing celebrities happy things. birthdays. Yeah. And it's weird because they're, they're 
it's unclear how overfamiliar they are. Like they're all the same amount of overfamiliar, but you so you can't tell who he's actually friends with. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know, uh, happy birthday, happy birthday to one of my other favorite Jonas brothers, Nick Jonas. Love you, bro. Proud of all your success, but I'm more proud of how you deal with it all and how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of is writing these things, like implying that he's known these people for a long time. You know, yeah. but yeah. he hasn't. Like the Zendaya thing, it's like. Always silliness with us, but it's like they've only known each other for two years, and they met because of a DM, and probably they've only hung out twice, but whatever. Right. No one's gonna, like, like, a celebrity is not going to take the time to call that out, which I think you know that. That's one of the th- You have to be so shameless, but also celebrity. Like, Zendaya is not going to say, I don't know this guy. You know? That's not a right. good look for her. And also, who cares? Like, who so you get away cares? With it. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's kind of funny, because if you go further back in the timeline, it's like the kinds of people that he is hanging out with is so... Like, the Entourage cast, like, Jeremy Piven is, like, a big person in his Instagrams, which makes so much sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's lots of kind of weird – there's a Haley Baldwin. I wonder what the caption is. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, this kind soul, Haley Baldwin. Keep kicking butt, buds. Here's to another great year. This was in 2016. One thing that he does that I couldn't really figure out – I read an interview with someone else, and it was saying that, like, one of his jobs I, – I don't know how you get paid for this, because he started as a – uh, a club promoter which is its yeah. own thing so that's sort of how he got good at schmoozing or maybe he was already good at schmoozing and that's how he got the job but he's like a friend setup person so if yes. you are a rich person and you go to LA and you're like I want to meet celebrities you call this guy and he will like get you at a party with Justin Bieber he'll get you to a party with like Kylie Jenner he I mean... he knows the right people to set up friendships or at least like perceived friendships I mean, it just feels like people want to keep this guy on their good side. So they, clearly they're all down to hang with yeah. him. He must have some sort of clout. He has some sort of clout. And he also just has the Rolodex, you know, like he has everyone's numbers, it seems. <laughs> um, yeah, it's But true. his other thing, so his big things are the sunglasses brand. And the other thing are this jetliner. So he puts people on jets and then in turn like promotes the jets and then uh, he like puts there was a photo of a few like different types of celebrities on the same jets because they sometimes like carpool but in jets which is very funny stop um, so he like sets these things up and then he can take a picture with them on the jet and then it's like I'm jetting around with you know Melissa McCarthy and yeah. Kendall Jenner whatever that's who the guy is there seems like it seems like there's something shady going on under the surface but honestly there may not be he might just be a pure schmoozer nice guy I don't know there's plenty of guys like this so it's just kind of I don't think it's like dark maybe his beginnings were maybe a little like Uh uh, but it seems like now he's just like friend to the stars or whatever harmless he's a harmless shameless self slash celebrity promoter it's funny so like there someone wrote about the glasses and um, the, the, from the article and it says he was he was however quick to thank David Osako Privé Revo's VP of Celebrity Relations referencing his quote stellar relationships across the board with actors musicians athletes and entertainers and thanking him for introducing him to celebrities who really understood the brand and what his vision was mm-hmm. to disrupt the eyewear industry mm-hmm. also but I mean if, if you want the, the, the short story is Jamie Foxx you know Jamie, Jamie Foxx Fox. is the reason he's currently as famous as he is right Jamie Foxx much like having him around yeah. and everyone likes Jamie Foxx well. so it, like celebrities like it's Jamie Foxx so alright that's who that is um, so I think with that we're done for the week we answered a lot of calls there are still more that we want to get through so I think next Fridays will also be sort of a jam packed who's there because we, we have a lot it. of shit we love it but yeah we love it so many calls um, and 
what else? We we want you to come to our live shows. Again, we have great guests in July and August. The live show is in what? Two weeks? A week and a half? Um, and Amazing. also, I feel like we owe the people an update who have been asking about the Bryce Dallas Howard limited edition t-shirt. <laughs> What's the deal, Bob? Um, I think unless everyone gets mad, I think it should be a tote. Just in terms of, it's truly just to be completely transparent. It's easier to make like a nice tote, a high quality tote, because it's one size as yeah. opposed to printing a ton of different sizes of a shirt. You guys, making um, merch is like literally, I don't even know why we suggest it. Like it's such a nightmare. Like it's fun and we love it, but it's also like so hard to do. Anyway, so something will happen. There will be some exclusive Bryce Dallas Howard merch, but it might be a tote. We'll see TBD, but stand by for more information. TBD, and we will see you um, Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Call 619 Who Them. As always, thank you for calling. Generally, there were great to listen to. Bye. You will drain us. Hi, a uh, long time, long time, even though you never played any make off. Um, I just called to, I just wanted to know, what is a skinny legend? Because I've been seeing it all over the internet, but I have no idea what it is. Wait, hold on, I'm going to... I have to go. I'm getting another call. That was a headgum podcast.